0: Friends, welcome to Play Along Podcast, a podcast where we play through games. As always, you guys already know this is the place. This is where this is where everything goes down. I'm your host, Jared, and today I'm with Ben. Hello. I didn't decide who I wanted to uh, call out first, uh, and I'm also here with Kai.
1: Hello. How you guys I feel doing?
0: bad. Kai's, like, not been first for, like, the past four episodes. It's
1: okay. He's he, he, trying he, to make a statement. It's, <laughs> it's fine.
0: But he was first for the other 23 episodes that we did, so I think that... Uh, <laughs> I think you can get a little time in the, in the sun, Ben. It's okay. The, the, it's not a ranking system. It's not like the first is better than whoever comes second. You guys are equal in my mind.
1: Sure, sure. Whatever you want to say.
0: <laughs> uh, folks, if you missed the last episode, we played through our interstitial, Doom. That is up. You can go check that out. We had a lot of fun. It was a grand old time. And now we are starting our brand new main series, a Plague Tale Innocence. Thanks to our boy Benji here for uh having us play through this game again. Um, yeah. I know we kind of we kind of touched about it, we t- kind of touched on it in the last episode, but uh what are your guys' just really quick experiences with a plague tale prior to playing for the podcast? Ben, go Kai, ahead. Kai, why don't you... Uh, okay. No, like, Kai, Kai. let Kai go. <laughs> okay,
1: okay, okay. okay. <laughs> always second. Never the guy. <laughs> always the bridesmaid. I get it. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so my experience <clears throat> with the Plague Tale beforehand is that I have played a Plague Tale in its entirety previously, uh-huh. uh, but I played it on the original version on Xbox, I believe. Correct. So, yeah, yeah, on Xbox. Yep, we played it on game Pass. Um, We are now playing the remastered version for PS5, but that's neither here nor there. Um, as mm-hmm. far as the game... Uh, it's beautiful uh, i played it in french the first time i'm playing yep. it in french again um, it, it has some interesting aspects it has some wild historical inaccuracies <laughs> being called a plague tale um but generally i had a, a pretty positive experience with it i, I like the game overall um and i'm excited to jump back into it and enjoy this first section once again so
0: awesome Awesome. I guess I'll go next too, since I also have the same experience because we played it together. Yeah, um, yeah. So I obviously played, I played telling it since we played through it last year. Um, yeah, I believe it was last year on game pass. Uh, yeah, it's, it was, it was a beautiful game It's is very high quality for, it's kind of like that high end double a kind of type mm-hmm. of game. Yeah. With like the Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, a sack, right. So the kind, those kinds of games, um, but it was fun. I'm excited to go through it again. And the PS five version is downright beautiful. And again, I said it a thousand times, play this game in French because it's much better. The voice acting is incredible.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So my, um, <laughs> my exposure to this game, uh, was, I was kind of gutted because back when I was mm-hmm. doing reviews and stuff, I managed to secure a code for a plague tale. Um, I, I had a, a I was on the PR list for focus home who published it Mm. and I'd done a bunch of their games and it kind of caught my attention, but I reviewing games is one of those weird things because you'll have none. And then all of a sudden you have five, just a ton of them. Right. Right. Yeah. So I kind of got bogged down and, um, Dan stepped forward and was like, I can do one if you need me to. And so begrudgingly, I gave him, uh, Plague Tale and he reviewed it for the website so it so was on my radar long. I know bastard it was um, <laughs> no it was on my radar radar from when <clears throat> it came out in uh, in 2019 but mm-hmm. something I never got around to playing until the podcast and because I have games Pass, it was on there and yeah sequel planned for next year so
0: yeah I would say that like playing through this again makes me really excited for the sequel because I'm excited to see kind of like the scale that jumps up with because clearly obviously this game was relatively successful if it warranted a sequel um who knows they probably have a larger team working on the game now i'm excited to see what comes out of the sequel what is it called it's um play town requiem requiem yeah that's what it was requiem. Do, you
3: know, do you know the weird thing about this game is that okay so i mean we we touched on it in in the doom 93 uh interstitial but for anyone who doesn't out. know, um, do check out. Yeah, but uh, Plague Tower originally released in May 2019. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. for uh, PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and then very recently got next gen update as well as a cloud based edition for Nintendo Switch. Right, um, right. Because the Switch could not run this game, I guarantee you. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> um. So it it follows the uh, story of Amicia de Rune and her brother Hugo, who are fleeing soldiers of the French Inquisition, mm-hmm. as well as fleeing hordes of rats that are spreading the Black Plague. Um, it's it's a bit more advanced than that, you know, because we'll yeah. get into it, but the, it's a bit more than the Black Plague. Um, it's the super Black Plague. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, but essentially, um, Amicia de Rune... Is the is the is the daughter of a of a lord, um, and you are essentially attempting to stay alive in in this world. But it mm. actually didn't sell as well as you think. Um, mm. Interesting. In July twenty twenty, Focus Home announced that the game had just sold more than one, more than one million copies. What's it like a year later? A year later. So, I mean, a million mm. copies in a year is... I mean, it's amazing for a double-A indie game, but...
0: You know, right, right. But it's in not the, like in the grand incredible scheme incredible numbers. Of
3: things. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But nominated for a bunch of awards. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, it won a couple Art Direction, Outstanding Story-Rich Game.
0: I'd be yeah, interested so to see, like... Because I, I again, I mean, we talked about this in the very beginning, but I think that like Hellblade is on kind of the same level as this game in the sense of like when we talk about a a high budget double A. I wonder how well that one sold because that one also got a sequel. Granted, Xbox owns that studio, so they have a little more uh, <laughs> a little more money to to use for for their sequel. But yeah, I'm I mean, curious of how uh, much Hellblade will. We can Ooh. have a little Google fact checks, live fact checks here,
1: live fact checks. Uh... Um.
3: I yeah. was going to talk in a little minute mm-hmm. as well about the um, the backdrop to this game in terms mm-hmm. of like the Hundred Year War and and everything.
0: That, no, I think that'll be good because uh, Kai and I know nothing about this, and it is referenced. Uh, me a me and
1: Jared went to the propagandized uh, U.S. school system, which uh, focuses more on falsifying American history and just not teaching world history. So you know, we good, you bad. Yeah, that was slavery <laughs> <what we laughs> was a lie. And uh, don't know where uh, France is. So, yeah. <laughs> I
3: think that's we difficult. had this last time, didn't we? Like you guys
1: didn't know about the troubles.
0: Yeah, I had no idea what the troubles were. It's like what was like a thirty-five like year war. <laughs> it
1: was just funny because I, Hugh told us, and I still don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. A, it was a thirty-year war. Thirty-year like um, war. See, I remember I
3: remember like Protestants versus Catholics, and that's and right. All that that's kind of right. That's right. In Ireland, uh, Ninja. So uh, Ninja Fury. Yeah. tweeted the mm-hmm. um hellblade sold a million copies uh this was in june 2018 it hit 500,000 sales within three months of releasing so oh,
0: wow. so i would say it, like a maybe a little bit more but around the same as, I mean, as Pugtail. yeah but for, for indie titles that is
3: kind of no it's absolutely it's, insane it's good yeah Um, Okay, so it's it's history time. you guys ready for history
0: time with Ben? Welcome to the history section with Ben. Go for it. So the (laughs) Hundred (laughs) Years' War
3: is is confusing because it's called the Hundred Years' War, but it was actually a series of small conflicts between England and France in the space Mm. of a hundred years. So it originated from disputed claims to the French throne between the English Royal House of... Pla- of what Plantagenet? basically between the english royals and the french royals and mm. um, they were disputing who was the the true ruler of france um because at this time france
1: was still occupied by the english who was the true ruler of france the french dude <laughs> or <laughs> yeah or oh, this dude who claims it uh, over
3: time the war grew into a broader power struggle involving factions from across western europe fueled by emerging nationalism on both sides oh my God. Um, for 116 years interrupted by several truces, five generations of Kings from two dynasties fought for the throne to the largest kingdom in the Western Europe, in Western Europe. Jesus. Um, and it was the reason for lots of innovations in military technology, strategy, and also permanently changed warfare. Great um so yeah those medieval drones
1: they just really (laughs) you
3: know just like they're spy planes yeah not many people know this but like the the hundred years war is responsible for the armor piercing bullets that was actually had to shoot through
0: the uh through the inquisition armor because they just kept deflecting interesting because we had a whole we had a conversation about guns when we were starting playing this i was like well i wonder what happened if they had a gun at this time and we had to look up when guns were actually like you know utilized and modernized
1: when were they i feel like it was uh, before this is it? it was it, it was like it 10 was nice. years after so, this what, yeah wasn't i'm any? gonna butcher this because i'm not actually referencing it directly but it was so the first firearm was in like 1380 something and mm-hmm. so it was like we were we were just too early for it, was, it unfortunately it early, early. but then i said crossbows so you know that's fine yeah, that's do, that's that's the that. firearm for this time um, no but it wasn't until much the, later where we yeah, actually the, like, the broad acceptance of firearms as a weapon or like the general use of it didn't come until much later like no. the 1600s and, and forward from there right. and even then i mean they weren't very effective we didn't mm. have right we didn't have rifling until like the late 1800s so. yeah, yeah oh that's true yeah yeah uh, um
3: but yeah so this game is set in the 1300s i believe if yeah. i remember correctly
1: <laughs> I don't know what the troubles is, but I too about gun history of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we learn here, baby. Um uh, yeah, th- late
0: late 1300s. Okay, interesting. Okay. Um, so how do you uh how do you want to go through this? Yeah, so we can just like start explaining kind of what happens. Obviously, like you were saying, Bed, the story follows uh, Amicia Darun and her brother Hugo and them trying to just survive the 1300s which is probably a mission on its own um regardless of the uh questionable uh amount of the rat population that is uh infesting the world at the time um but it starts off peacefully though yeah it starts and and like i said if, if you have a ps5 if you didn't if you didn't download this game you're kind of screwed because it was uh, like last month's ps plus game um but it is beautiful i I think there's a significant jump between this and the xbox one version
3: okay because i mean even i'm playing on a xbox one on a 4k hdr and Mm -hmm.
0: the game is absolutely gorgeous like no yeah it it was beautiful when you played it on xbox one i think the the 60 fps really helps with uh the ps5 version too like that smooth frame rate is is ah. even ellie was like
3: wow because i mean it starts off it opens in a forest Mm -hmm. beautiful like fall leaves browns and orange hues browns everywhere the sun through the trees and stuff it's just instantly Mm -hmm. a gorgeous game
0: yeah and pretty much in this scene amicia is with her father richard Derun that's his name right richard yeah. yeah which sounds like such a like a like a boring name we have hugo and amici and then richard yeah. i mean oh, yeah okay. just <laughs> shitting on his name jesus if your name's richard out there i apologize you, you, you gotta to put Excel. some
1: spice on it though it's not just richard he's richard, richard. There richard. There I mean, richard. Uh, I'm, it's not uh, just to all the french people <laughs> I'm gonna just fuck your language up this whole podcast it's, it's not a very french
0: name is it that's what like amici and hugo are like that feels like french mm-hmm. names to me but richard
1: that's a French ass name. That's a French ass name. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Yvonne. <laughs> okay,
0: not <laughs> gonna go into that. Um, yeah, and and Miesi's father is bringing her through the woods with their dog Leon, and they're, they're going hunting. They're going hunting. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, yeah. The beginning scene is just kind of you walking through this forest with your father, and then you come to kind of a clearing, um, and this is when you get introduced to the main the main weapon of this game, which is the sling.
3: Yeah, do you mind if... Because um, there is a little bit of story prepping just before yeah. you get to that because mm-hmm. um, is talking to her dad about how uh, her dad is always so busy doing right. the work of the Lord and the mum is so busy tending to mm-hmm. her brother Hugo yeah. and she it's doesn't sick. really know who Hugo is and right. like she kind of... It's expressing that this is like a a functioning dysfunctional family.
1: like Which probably was a lot of the families in the Ooh, 1300s. My life is so hard. I'm part of the ruling class. Oh no. I all know, my, it, right? All my servants are running around and I have to control them. Oh, I'm a <laughs> landowner. Uh, oh. So it's hard to feel bad for them. Also, we're two years deep in the Black Plague at this point, so like, you know, keep it relative, I, I, mean, I guess. I feel bad for her in the sense that
3: she she doesn't know her mother or her brother and she kind of expresses that, you know, um, I think she briefly talks about how Hugo is, is kind of kept away and is sort of kept away from everyone else. And she doesn't really know him. So Mm -hmm. I feel bad for him in that sense, but, and now we know
1: why
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have, Uh, I have beef with Hugo,
1: but we'll get into that. My yeah, head, you're, 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 <laughs> exactly. dude. See you, your voice such acting a, skills. That was such a, a little <laughs> bitch. Hugo is a perfect marketing campaign for not having children. <laughs> he's not that bad guy. He's, he's whiny he's, as hell. He's okay. I would be whiny <laughs> too if I was living in the 1300s. Granted,
0: I probably wouldn't have lived very long in the 1300s, but that's okay. Bro, Amicia has the body count
1: of a Navy SEAL, and Hugo's sitting <laughs> over here just like
2: oh, oh, also. Beard. Ben,
1: amicia 100 uh,
0: reminds me of Aloy from horizon oh yeah i can see that i can see that just not as like,
1: like strong or independent And i charming. really wanted ben to be like i don't see that at all and you just look absolutely <laughs> ridiculous i mean things, she, she bears a resemblance bang, yeah. that she, she is like
0: it, it might literally only be the red red haired braid it's the,
1: it's the braided hair though i yeah. will say uh before we i guess jump into the the story that unfolds after this opening scene. Uh, it does. It does give me uh, Last of Us vibes. Just like uh, gameplay wise, a, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just the <laughs> just the camera in in particular. Well, and there's, like,
0: there's not a lot of, at least in these beginning parts of combat, like, this game is very much, like, avoiding conflict and staying hidden and stuff like that. It's a a stealthy boy. Which gave me some Last of Us vibes, and I kept wanting to, like, you know, in The Last of Us, where you can hold, I don't know, one of the triggers, and it kind of grays out the screen, and you can see the outlines of, like, the enemies through the walls. I kept wanting to, like, do that in my mind, like, oh, I can't actually, like... Seen yeah. as much. they
1: didn't the invent superpowers in in the 1300s. Yeah, in the 1300s you're right you're right 1400s. yeah it's, God, it's very sh- yeah
0: it's 14th century <laughs> the 1300s oh yeah I'm it's so, so
1: bad it's so very
0: there.
3: reminiscent of like um the forest section of the original last of us where you're playing as ellie and you're you're hunting and stuff because you're kind of like this yeah. lone female character in the woods and mm-hmm. like you've gotta try and be stealthy a little bit so i mean it starts off like you were saying um amicia talks to her dad about wanting to do the night's trial and he's like oh you're not you're not 10 anymore and she's like no i want to do it one more time and essentially you have to shoot 10 apples in 10 seconds with uh amicia's sling right how did you uh
1: introduces historical inaccuracy number one uh (laughs) we get a little counter i'll put like a little little ding yeah exactly put put ding yeah yeah number 1 that girl would be locked somewhere in an arranged marriage yeah. she's like hey she's like 16 she is prime for babies so like <laughs> she'd be sold off to some like french ass lord somewhere it's like no there's no way that he's like yeah you can be a knight it was gender equality in the 1300s That's hey maybe maybe
0: richard is more progressive than
3: the
1: Excuse other me.
0: uh Arya Stark,
3: you know... Game of Thrones is known for its historical accuracy, and you're going to talk oh about.
2: God.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> talk about when you're using Game female warlords.
2: I, I don't know
0: about Kai here. I don't know if I'm speaking for him, but I've never seen Game of Thrones. I've so never seen Game of Thrones either. I wouldn't know. When you said Arya it. Stark, I legit I was thought like, that was Tony Stark's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what you were talking about. Never seen Game of okay. Thrones. Okay.
1: Or, or an actual historical figure that you were like Joan of Arc, and I was like, shit, he knows stuff about history.
0: <laughs> 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 we really we really came into this game unprepared
1: you are
3: right you know historically inaccuracies and stuff but how did you but find the sling yeah I was
0: gonna say how do you guys feel about the sling I he asked you <laughs> oh, yeah I asked you but I'll go sorry sorry um, I asked you guys at the same time I, I, I'm unsure
3: I'm unsure because I kind of like it but at the same point it has this system where something you can hit will turn yellow mm-hmm and I don't know. I feel almost, I'm not sure why I don't like it. I just don't like it.
0: <laughs> so do you it'll feel be like like, it's too like easy when it snaps to things yeah. or do you think, okay, okay. Yes, that's it. Yeah. 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 So like it kind of, what
3: will happen is you're trying to hit these apples and as you pan the crosshair, it will sort of snap to the <laughs> apple and turn yellow. And it, it comes into play later on because there are certain sections where I didn't know what to do. And so I mm-hmm. would look around and I'd be like, Oh, I can interact with that with the slingshot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, small, small nitpicky things or side. It's, it's a standard weapon. It doesn't really, uh, yeah, it doesn't really change much. I like the principle that comes into play later on about throwing stuff instead of using the slingshot. I do mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's there's nothing, I will, nothing Yeah, I will,
0: I will say that the, the slingshot's okay. I think that you're right. It might have been interesting if, you know, you still had that um, function of when you hover over a point of interest, whether it's like an apple or something that you can hit, like a lantern or something, it will turn yellow, but it won't necessarily snap. So it still has like, you still have to like aim it essentially. That would have been interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, the sling is, I, I think with the dual sense controller it's interesting because the sling has a little resistance in the trigger when you hold it down
3: oh interesting so they they did that
0: yeah there's actually a couple of dual sense features that make this game a little more interesting than the the first time i played through it um but yeah so there's like the resistance in the trigger while you're holding it down i found that i always like mixed up because when you're when you're crouched or in cover you can also throw things like you know rocks or something like that if you hold. I think in our case L one and throw it. And I always kept like hitting the back trigger and like coming out of cover. So I like that. I got that uh, mechanic confused constantly while <laughs> playing through this. Does take some getting used to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but yes, yeah, so you Kai used use... it. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, overall, I think the the sling mechanic is, is good. It's pretty good. It it does have like a weird sometimes it i feel like it zooms in quicker than at other times and i'm not sure why and then trying to like hit the exact spot where you can actually you know hit the thing you're aiming for is it takes some getting used to but like once you get it down uh, and once you understand that it has to turn yellow before you actually uh, start slinging shit across the map like yeah it's it's relatively uh easy and intuitive to use but Mm -hmm. i think it just takes like a couple moments of like trying to figure out how to How to actually use it and like i said this this
0: this game is not combat focused like you're running through environments you're sneaking and stuff like that so like they weren't going to give you a weapon that's going to be you know
1: you were a small girl you are a small girl with a
0: sling and a rock (laughs) i made
3: this mistake um a little bit later on i tried Mm. to uh slingshot a guard in the head with a rock Nope. Um, (laughs) and it just kind of bounced off his head and he was like what was that it's like, oh my god. I mean we'll talk about the AI in the game because the I AI like, yeah, is the AI kind is, of the, uh, interesting it's kind of my main main issue so far. But but yeah. Um we shoot down ten apples and our dad is like, yes. yo. You're good with that. I us? don't think I shot down
0: ten apples. I thought I,
3: No, I think I
1: got 10 like 10 a,
0: like seven or eight or
3: something like um, that,
1: yeah. And that's why you'll never be a knight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: not to do with the fact i'm playing as a woman who will be married yeah. off to bear children yes yeah. my, my inability
0: to hit apples hey that's some 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 knights and, and and princes are looking for that in a woman you know how good oh, is she okay, at hitting right. apples
1: yeah <laughs> is that what they call it yeah damn girl yeah. <laughs> you can sling
0: those rocks that's what that's what they call it back in the 14th century There, hitting apples um after this whether you win or lose that challenge uh your dog leon will will sense something something's wrong and he will run off um, i like that you're sorry i like that you're
3: sticking with the uh the french pronunciation of the dog's name because the yeah, dog's name is Leon. That. yeah
0: but they like transit leon so i was
2: like I leon like, I, I like
0: leon. leon uh so you chase after after leon here and, and try to figure out what he has picked up on um and this is where a little bit—it happens a little more later in the game—but this is where a little bit of the dual sense features come in. Because as you're running, you can kind of feel Amicia's like feet as she's running on the ground. There's like little tiny, just the subtlest of like little taps in the controller that oh, that's cool. make it feel like you're, you're it, its it's more immersing you into the game. You feel Amicia as she's kind of running and sprinting towards the dog. Um, it's cool. A lot, a lot of a lot of like little things like that, are... are are very fun, um, but ultimately you come to kind of this uh, uh, this open area and you see you see a boar, and you're like <sighs> boar. And the <laughs> dogs speak for that boar meat. Which Kai point out, because the dog is, is growling quite aggressively, and you're like, the boar is mm-hmm. maybe like 10 feet away from us, yeah, maybe the less than that. The boar is dumb as hell. Yeah, like <laughs> you will definitely hear the growling that's <laughs>
1: that's happening. The dog's now. <sighs> the boar is like five feet away, just like chewing on some grass. It's like, nah, we're fine. I, I've seen, I, I saw her try to hit
0: those apples. I, I got no problems. I got no problem. <laughs> she ain't no knight. I'm fine. She, she's no knight. Uh, yeah, a lot of this is very introductory into the world and the gameplay mechanics of this game because this this section with the boar is teaching you that you have to sneak through this grass to not be detected by the boar and then you have to obviously get an angle or angle yourself correctly where you can hit the boar in the head with your sling to to take it out correct yes yeah how did you i i I didn't do as well as i did i remember doing the first first time i played through this (laughs) i mean i didn't I didn't struggle um, took to be honest, me a couple of times not to. Um,
3: yeah. I don't want to sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but it's one of those things that like, I mean, I love the last of us. Sorry. Right, Last of us is like one of my favorite franchises um, to the point. I have the fucking firefly logo tattooed on my arm. Like sick. Um, so I'm used to hiding in grass and shooting at stuff and distract it is it sounds I hide in grass compared. in my everyday
0: life, just yeah. laying 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 tall
3: grass outside my house. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm English, so I'm like a London version of David Atterborough <laughs> <laughs> Um but no, it is very I know I keep talking we keep talking about The Last of Us and stuff, but it's very reminiscent of like it is very reminiscent when you pan it, like you could see that. Yeah, throwing rocks and pots to distract enemies and you know, okay, there, doesn't, there isn't a stealth side to it where you can right. use a bow and arrow or something like that. But yeah. this kind of... This idea, it's again very reminiscent of Ellie in the forest. You know, you're crawling mm-hmm. through the forest. There's a deer. You need to sneak up on the deer, position yourself in a way you can reach the head. And then in this case, use your sling to hit the rock into the bull's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, into the bull's head. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't really i didn't struggle i think i don't know if it's meant to happen the first time i did it actually mm. i don't think i hit it square on the head um and he ran away a little bit and then i had to go into the next patch of grass and
0: no i think i think regardless of however you hit it if you do hit it, like directly in the head the boar will run away because that sets up the yeah. next cutscene.
3: because it, it has its um it has its head away from you at first and you have to
0: kind of right. yourself and that was my issue. Is like I got into a, a a position where I thought I was gonna hit the head correctly, and obviously I didn't. Another thing is like when you're using the sling, the longer you hold, uh, and the, the more Amicia kind of swings this sling in her hand, the more accurate your your shot will be. Because if you just hold it, let like, go mm-hmm. immediately, I've noticed that like it might you know veer off to the right a little bit, or or to the left. it won't be directly in the the center of your the target that you're aiming at. So the longer you kind of hold this sling, the more accurate you are.
3: Again, the very very reminiscent of The Last of Us because mm-hmm. there's a feature with the bow where if you try and quick fire the bow, the arrow
0: dips down very quickly.
1: Yeah, Whereas if you
3: pull it back tight, it will shoot further. Mm-hmm. Um, so same principle.
0: Yeah, but like you were saying, regardless if you hit uh, smack the boar in the head or or whatever, it triggers a cutscene where the boar will run away, uh, and then Leon and Amicia will chase after it. Uh, Leon goes and, and tries to hunt down the boar and amicia follows um she kind of slides down this this slanted muddy hill and then the forest becomes less and less of this beautiful you know browns and it starts becoming this like dark black decrepit you know see so you see like trees are dying there's all this like black muck on the floor and everything like that it starts getting it starts getting kind of creepy
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah it's um it, it's obviously a very decaying forest
0: yeah um, but almost like instantly like it goes from like this beautiful forest and like all of a sudden like now the forest is like in this decayed state yeah exactly yeah it's like
1: almost it's like yeah. an evil it
3: mm. lies within something is in little the, in the little ground evils. little evils little, oh god <laughs>
0: um oh. but this is like
2: oh, how did again. you feel, how
0: did you feel about this cutscene, ben because obviously kai and i had experienced this before i want to i want to hear the your first time thoughts of this well, so I fucking fell in love with Leon immediately. Oh no!
3: no like no. immediately, because <laughs> I found out that you can walk up to him and you can press Y to pet him. You so can press. Like, oh, yeah. this is fucking brilliant! Um, yeah, oh, and then, beautiful. I mean, should I should I explain the, the cutscene?
0: Yeah, yeah. Go through go through kind of this cutscene um, a little bit. So there's, you, there's a little thing that happens before it too. Yeah.
3: So you're you're walking through this um, diseased looking forest. Um, And you come across the carcass of the boar that you were chasing. Mm -hmm. And it is absolutely ransacked. I mean, like, it has been Mm -hmm. eaten and devoured, but at an extremely quick pace. I mean, you were minutes behind this boar, so there's no way that it should be in the state that it's in. So uh, it's kind of similar to... I know it sounds silly, but like, you know, like Piranhas, like you watch Piranhas go into like a frenzy, how quickly they strip mm. something away. Like it's that kind of instant right. sort of thing. Um, so Amicia's is like, oh, that's that's weird. Like what could have done that? That's not right. And you hear a whimpering. And immediately I knew what was going to happen. Um, <laughs> and Amicia continues running through. And a cut scene happens where you come across Leon and Leon is, I believe he's like halfway in this hole in the ground. Like yeah, he's like his
0: the top half is kind of like leaning, leaning yeah, out. Yeah, his
3: top, he's top half's like leaning out and he's like whimpering and he's like, Wah. and then Leon is sort of looking <laughs> <Wow>. at Amicia. <laughs> really, really painting the picture here. I know. He's looking at Amicia and um, <clears throat> she's like, oh, don't worry, boy, we'll sort you out. And then he just gets sucked into this fucking hole and there's just blood everywhere and he's just like, seemingly ripped apart by this unseen thing.
2: You don't know what Uh, it is. You don't
3: know if it's a creature, if it's like, you don't know what. It's just, he's pulled in and just absolutely eviscerated. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So if you got attached to Leon like Ben did, uh, unfortunately Leon does not have a, his story does not have a happy ending and ends quite quickly in this game.
3: Mm. Which, I mean... (laughs) I'm going to do it again. It's very similar to The Last of Us. Spoilers <laughs> alert if you haven't played The Last of Us, but Joel's daughter dies in the first 20 minutes, and Leon dies in the first yeah. 20 minutes. God, see, now I, I actually really enjoyed my time with this, but the more I connect it to The Last of Us, the less I'm enjoying it. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, Leon has. Um, so
1: after after the dog dies. yeah leon has passed that's 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 unfortunately where we are
3: yeah yeah and uh Um, now the dad comes back and is like oh what evil could have done this we must get back to the castle immediately um Mm. he's like "Toot, toot, sweet and you you jump back to to the castle I really wanted mm-hmm. it
1: to be like time to burn some witches. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs>
0: honestly, that probably would have been the reaction. It's like you know we gotta we gotta sacrifice something because clearly there's demons in here. And we gotta just like throw a woman yeah. down this hole or something. A
3: hundred that that forest would be burned a hundred
0: percent. Yeah, um, a hundred, oh a hundred percent. But we do we do make our way back to the the estate and essentially what your your dad tells you to do is go find your mom, Patrice, and in, in in Hugo's quarters. But do you, how does interest. everyone in this family have
3: a French name except for the fucking dad? And then fucking Richard.
1: Yeah. Uh, when you become a landowner, they, give you, they uh, give you like a
0: boring name. You
1: are now yeah. Bob. Bob the
0: landowner. Yeah. You go from being like Ricardo to Richard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, now you're you're you have to go find your mom and in in your brother, and you're kind of walking through the the land that they own, and it's a nice little nice little section. Got some like little little townsfolk here. You know, some lady's holding a chicken upside down and kind of beating it or plucking feathers off of it or I don't know what she's doing with it. Uh, it's I hate
3: to, feathers, uh, oh okay.
1: It. Okay, yeah, okay. I
3: hate I hate to burst your bubble, but they're not townsfolk. They're, they are all oh, servants, Jared. Uh, yeah, they're, they're literal
1: slaves. Just the
3: so woman weird. is plucking the chicken for the feast and everyone else is like washing it the clothes and stuff. Look like happy slaves. <laughs> well, I mean, you're wow. going to be in front of the person who could have
0: you executed in the click of a finger. Right, you're like, oh hi, yeah, everything's good. Just plucking a chicken. Oh. Keep going. Yeah, you are okay? You don't look under the weather. What was that? What huh? you wish nothing. Die? <laughs> I'll kill you right now. I'm 16 and I have
1: power. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the most realistic. Oh, well, I guess we'll we'll get to it. I'm not giving spoilers. We'll get to the to the future. Yeah, yeah never
0: mind. Did you did you do any exploring here, Ben? Did you go through kind of their land or go like through the through kind of the castle at all or their yeah, house? I did. I did a little <laughs>
3: bit. I um. I was introduced to uh, some of the characters. There's a mm-hmm. lady in the kitchen who seems very familiar with mm-hmm. Um And to be honest, all of the, even though they're servants, all of the the people seem to be genuinely affectionate towards Amicia. Like I know we were joking, yeah, but like yeah. they've they've obviously watched this girl grow up, and you know, in I mean, it was quite common in in the Middle Ages, especially in England um and like Europe and stuff that the the hands and the servants would mm-hmm. be much more parental figures to the children because yeah, they would absolutely. be the ones like wet nursing them and and raising them essentially while the dad was yeah. off doing whatever and you know so and you're they're, they're obviously... here
0: too with both both Amicia's parents yeah exactly you know, they you both, know, know her... very distant
3: yeah exactly both her parents are very distant and that the the people of this castle seem to be raising her um mm-hmm. the one thing i was disappointed w- with was i i did some exploring because so essentially in this part of the game the inquisition is in it's in france the inquisition's happening we're in this big war and mm. you know there's there's lots of talk of the servants about how like the english could be here any day um, or like the inquisition could come any day so like it's almost like war is like on their doorstep and then right there's talk of the plague and stuff but there isn't a lot of environmental storytelling the things mm-hmm. that you find are just kind of collectibles um which <laughs> which is something that i was i was kind of hoping for like some journal entries or or something you know to kind of set that up you know like what is it like because i mean amisha's grown up during this hundred year war essentially
0: she's a a teenager
3: yeah exactly so you know i was just hoping for something there's a bit but i was hoping for more i think personally
0: yeah I, i i could definitely see that you're right there's not a lot of environmental indications that that is happening currently you know aside from just like you hearing it from the all of the other the help that's that's around this this plot of land that you own. Mm. What um, do you think?
3: Did you go around?
2: I,
0: I didn't do it as much this time. I I think that obviously again we've both played through this game, and I think we did a little bit of exploring the first time around. But I think this time it was pretty much just like I th- I think I did more looking through the castle this time that I did. The first time like i didn't look uh around the outside of the area quite as much but the inside i did a little little bit more exploring you know you like I said you can talk to like the people in the kitchen and there's the women that are cooking and stuff like that
2: mm.
1: but yeah not yeah. as much i mean we kind of we kind of knew <laughs> right right that's the other thing too the environment around us so i guess we did not explore as much as we did i guess the first time going through this but I mean, you kind of get the general idea of what's what's going mm-hmm. on. That there's a uh, a dark cloud over the house of Darun. Spoopy.
3: Yeah, they kind of talk about. It's almost like they're just they're waiting for somebody to knock at the door, and they don't know if it's going to be friend or foe. But mm-hmm. at some point,
0: somebody is going to come to the castle. Right. Exactly, I and mean, they don't. They don't exactly know when that's going to happen. Yeah. Um,
1: and also because we're like. Because the game takes place from the perspective of children You're even less kind of informed Because no one's telling you anything It's just like what that's, you're observing of the world Right That's um, a very
3: good point actually I didn't think about that Yeah I mean, like, It's why not like the... Richard's
1: coming and sitting you down And being like Let me explain to you why Catholics want so to murder me We
3: may <laughs> be helped Or we may be beheaded We're unsure which is going to well, be
2: They're on their cool. way And
3: we really don't know what's going to happen It could be a as a 50-50. coin toss 50 so not. <laughs> No okay so, yeah. When you, way, when you put it that way, you put it that way, it makes sense as to as to yeah, why there's yeah. not as much environmental storytelling. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Right. you're right because these are just children, so they they wouldn't just be talking about that openly, especially like Hugo's young. Hugo's like what eight,
3: nine? Mm. Yeah, I guess. It's I like mean, really, form. the the he's got to be young. He's got to be about sort of seven or eight. He can't be that old. Um, yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, I guess like the the children, the characters of the game, the the protagonists are learning about this world in real time, along with the player. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's... Uh, I didn't think of it that
1: way, yeah. Her brother is five, apparently. Really? Jesus. Interesting.
3: Okay. My brother did not act... Wow, my brother did not act any way like Hugo did, in, in terms of being like... I mean, Hugo's a very capable five-year-old. <laughs> like, let's just he say... Is like...
0: We'll touch on it later, but there's parts where you like send Hugo off to do things for you, like "Go oh, on, Hugo, go, go,
1: uh open this yeah. door or
3: whatever." Don't worry about those killer rats. Just like, open the door.
1: Okay, let's think about this as like dog years, though, because the with me, uh, <laughs> Sorry. the average life expectancy in this time period was like 33. Right. So hmm. Hugo. In Black Plague years, he's, he's like, like a quarter of his life is he's he's like already 15, done. Exactly, he's he's a full thinking being. You know, he's about <laughs> to be married in a couple years. I don't of know years. if that's how development is a hundred percent how it works. Uh, mm. I am right. I don't need science. You, ma- you mature with your environment. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So he's like <laughs> almost middle aged at this point. So you know that that explains. He's seen a lot. some shit.
0: He's the fact that fifteen child. was considered middle age is a terrifying. Uh, terrifying thing that we went oh, through. Oh yeah, modern medicine has come a long way. The fact that we survived any of these incredible disasters that happened is is wild. Yeah. We didn't I mean just I, will, go extinct. I, I will say
1: that uh because uh they are part of the ruling class, their life expectancy was most likely much longer than the rest right. of the people around them, but regardless, yeah. I'm sticking with my theory. <laughs>
0: But so Amicia is going to try to find her mother in Hugo's quarters. Uh, you get to the door, and uh, one of the help comes out and tells you that there is that Beatrice is inside there, and that and I credit me if I'm wrong, but I remember them saying her saying like I left you something in your room. Like go and get it, whenever yes. you need to. And I totally forgot about that and I didn't get it. <laughs> it's a um,
3: childhood heirloom i guess is the word basically beatrice Mm. um gave a she cross-stitched a tablecloth for amicia when she was a child and amicia had lost it and this lady found it and and put it on amicia's bed for her
0: Mm. um interesting that's cool so you go and uh, talk to your mom and beatrice is she does alchemy she does just chemist what is you she don't know what she does she's just no. like
3: well i mean it's never really you, you late find late. out later that you can you can speculate that it's alchemy um yeah and a couple of minutes after this amicia comments on how there are so many potions on on her desk because she's seemingly looking for a cure for hugo for whatever it is that's wrong with him right right um but she's very unattentive she's uh she's kind of a bitch let's just let's just no no she is
0: she is that's why i said like her parents are very distant like i mean i guess your dad at least took you out to go to hunt some things but your mom just like i get out of here i'm doing i'm doing alchemy
1: I'm doing alchemy I'm making potions I'm, I'm making pretending a- to understand uh. basic science Okay, get out of here
0: It's like pouring test tubes together to be like, I don't know what I'm doing right uh, now Also, it's just- once <laughs> again
1: A woman practicing alchemy Would have probably been burned as witch So like, you know Maybe not Even if you are part of the ruling class Probably not
0: That's why she was doing it in secret That's why the door was
1: closed Mm-hmm Sure Secret Whatever <laughs> Um, but yeah we like that, not like the smart women in the 13th century no but That's your your,
0: your mom immediately dismisses anything that you've said you you try to tell her like yeah Leon was in there in this forest it was all gross and murky he got eaten she's Sorry? like yeah, yeah, yeah whatever whatever who? have we a <laughs> we dog why but did you she... find this dog a lion? I'm so confused <laughs> Uh, but immediately there is a ruckus that's happening outside, and, and and Beatrice rushes to one of the the doors across from the room and opens it and sees that the the Inquisition has arrived. They're here, mm-hmm. and they're looking for Hugo specifically.
3: Yes, yes. And uh, she she goes downstairs, and she says, uh, "Find your brother, look after him, and whatever you do, don't go near the windows." Uh-huh. so the first thing i did was go near the windows. go near the windows <laughs> 100 right the head. you can't open them. you can't skull. interact with them are you oh. upset
1: are you upset with that do you want to be able to open the windows
3: <laughs> <laughs> well so what i was kind of expecting is i was kind of expecting to open the window and like maybe see even just the inquisition warrior like uh you know knights sort of walking around the courtyard and and communicating but no it just seemed like such a flag, you know, when something in the game is like, "Don't do this," and you're like, "Okay, that's clearly what I need to do." Definitely
0: won't do. No, they literally just don't go near the window. They want—they don't want you anywhere near there. No, just don't
3: at all. Um, yeah. But now you're—you're you're introduced to Hugo.
0: Ah, uh, Hugo, our favorite a, character—a
3: strange child who—he um, has a tent in the corner of his big-ass room and uh he does
0: have a huge room for a little five-year-old oh, he's I, think bigger than my I don't me run i know he's like a lord's son and everything but it's still big but, but you ten. um that's that's why Hugo's he goes he's a little he's spoiled that's why he's a little bitch all the time <laughs> <laughs> sorry was that, yeah. too, was that too like strong no, I, <laughs> that's too harsh. No, you're, I mean
3: he's a—I mean he has to be spoiled he's not
0: left he's not seen the outside world since he was born he's also his condition his condition also i i mean i, I imagine they're limiting his outside time because of that too.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. 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 But um he he accepts Amicia uh very quickly. She's yeah, like they're cool. He's they, like, who they, are they you seem very close. <laughs> well yeah but the thing is he's like, who are you? I don't know you and she's like, I'm your sister and he's like oh, cool. Do you like my horse?
0: Like what <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that not how you have conversations with people? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Who are you? Look at my horse. Who are you? It's a Look very nice horse.
1: horse. I'm related to you? That's fine. Okay. But have Whatever. you seen
0: this horse where we're missing yeah. the, the <laughs> point of this conversation, which this is a beautiful horse that this I is have. This a
1: beautiful horse.
0: Um, so after you find Hugo, a cutscene goes to the outside and the Inquisition is questioning uh, Sir Richard about the whereabouts of his son. And he says, mm-hmm. he's safe. And they're like, well, that was an answer. You're going to get stabbed. And they kill him. I'd like to behead him.
3: They straight yeah. up, like, well, should so. have been him. I mean, also, they
1: should have, but they didn't, they didn't, like, show you know, it Yeah. Like, he just falls to the ground, which is so disappointing. Like, if you're gonna slash someone's throat. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember, he's,
3: it says here he's beheaded, but I'm pretty sure I remember his head being on when he's on the floor. Exactly. So yeah, does it count I count As a behead. If no, the no. head doesn't fall off, is it really, is it really counted. Random fact, yeah. did you know there's such a thing as an internal decapitation? Oh. <gasps> interesting Is that when you just, like that.
1: separate your neck like but your skin remains but intact oh
3: a trigger warning it's yeah trigger warning basically an in internal decapitation it's only ever been like one case of a guy who survived but basically it's when your skull becomes completely dislodged from your spine. So almost as if your head has come off, but your head is actually still attached because of the muscle and stuff. Like it's just a purely internal injury.
1: Now I'm I'm hungry now. Mm. (laughs) The French have a long, long history. Of beheadings. uh, beheadings. Oh, yes. Viva la revolution.
0: Um, Revolution. Uh, This actually happens before um, we have the cutscene with Hugo because Amicia is looking out the window and she sees her father essentially get killed and she like is shocked and then she runs to find Hugo no i thought because she like she like turns away when it happens because she's looking out the window and she kind of turns away and she's like, yes, like gasping yeah. and stuff like that and she, she <gasps> yes. watched her father get killed and yeah, she just
3: like my
1: inheritance
3: am i rich now or am i nobody i don't know
1: <laughs> do i, I have to know. be a slave
2: dear lord <laughs>
0: Uh, but the Inquisition, after killing uh, Richard, is now uh, storming their estate looking for Hugo. And this is where you get introduced to kind of the stealth elements of the game. And you get introduced that Hugo is essentially attached at your hip constantly throughout this game. You're constantly holding his hand and walking 100%. and walking around with him. There's uh, even which, a, yeah.
3: Sorry, there's even a note that comes up that's like, because you can... You can tell him to stay somewhere and Mm -hmm, you can tell him mm -hmm. to follow you. You can send him off to places when there's certain prompts. But there's actually a thing that comes up that says that if you leave him on his own for too long, he will cry and attract attention.
1: Yes, he does. (laughs) He's a little bitch. He is. He's five years old. I don't care. Kill him. He's five years old. He's a liability.
3: He's been Rapunzeled (laughs) and taken out of this place that he's never left. Exactly. Give him a break. Also...
1: just, I keep wanting to go say go things on. to happen later, right? We have oh, a lot okay, right. of playing these yeah. games, so I'm just like, okay, oh, okay. Hear my <laughs> hear my cries. But
3: okay, so yeah, essentially, this part you are um, being stealthy, sneaking away from the Inquisition soldiers who are who are coming to get you, um, mm-hmm. and you have to hide behind tables and cupboards. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is one of my first like major issues I have some little nitpicky fins, but like the AI in this game are They're fucking fucking stupid. stupid.
0: They They have no peripheral vision.
3: One of them walks into a room and is like, "Hugo, where are you?" and then turns around and just stares at the corner of the wall like he's that dude from Blair Witch.
2: (laughs) 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 And just and I'm like, and
3: then just, (laughs) I guess, I guess I'll sneak past you now.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of that. Like eventually, you uh, can distract you know, guards with like throwing things out of things or breaking pots and stuff like that. If something came flying from like over my head and landed in front of me, I would not walk towards the thing that landed in front of me. I'd be like, who the fuck threw that? What? What? You <laughs> over there in the bush, I can see your direction. head. These exactly. These were a
1: simpler time. Ah, uh, I, I, I see. I Their see. Their critical thinking skills were severely hindered by disease and alcohol. I'm sure. <laughs> they didn't know, know what was going no. on. Lots of, lots of alcohol.
3: There was a big thing uh, about that in Europe. Like a lot of people would just drink. Uh, beer because beer was cleaner than
1: yeah. drinking water that's so, that's fucking that's hammered, as, hammered as hell also all yeah. the all of the uh the npcs are like at least in their 30s which means they're on their deathbed uh <laughs> yeah they're like they're copying every
3: action movie that's like two
0: days away from retirement
1: Yeah, yeah they're like well. gonna,
0: <laughs> fortunately with for them the inquisition is murdering all of the help that's in here as we go through we're seeing all of them just being stabbed and murdered
3: yeah Yeah. all of the people that i connected with on the way through like the woman (laughs) in the kitchen and having uh, a good time (laughs) the one who gave me the tablecloth just
0: all of them are dying yeah 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 uh you eventually make your way out of uh safely out of the or you actually get to to get to the front door and you open it and a a guard is standing there about to attack but then Mm -hmm. mama patrice comes in and hits him on the back of the head with a big old rock. It saves yes. the day.
3: Yes, yes, you yes.
0: And now, now you're tasked to escape the the grounds with Mom and Hugo and a variety of uh, stealth sections
3: you have yep. to go through. And this is where it teaches you yeah. uh, this mechanic of throwing fins by hand because a sling mm-hmm. is apparently
1: too, too loud? noisy,
2: question mark?
1: <gasps> what is that? Is that a helicopter? <laughs> Oh, that's Mezi in her sling again. I oh see. yeah, a helicopter. That's that's accurate. <laughs> hey man, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't freaking, be off. Freaking Black Hawk in like 13 in
3: What is that? Yeah, I mean this. Uh... Metal I don't sky think we demon? need to go into too much detail about this garden area cuz it's kind of No, no. And I think really.
0: Yeah, and I think what you were saying this is what it, it, a lot of the times there will be guards and then there will, there will be kind of these uh, armor and helmet stations that are in the middle just sitting about and you can find rocks and pots as you kind of walk around the area. You can throw rocks at these metal helmets to distract the guards and have them walk towards the uh, those things or you can throw pots to have them walk in that direction too. Um yeah, but it's just a variety of hiding in tall grass. There's there's a couple times where you have to have uh Hugo and Patrice kind of stay in a section and hiding and then you'll run off and grab a pot or a rock and distract the guard, and then if you press I think it's down on the D pad, you can tell them it's safe and tell them to come to you afterwards. So it's a lot of kind yeah. of managing managing Hugo, telling him when to stay and when to go, and then trying to distract these guards. This is yeah, there's not a lot of combat that happens with the guards at all. There's no combat that happens with the guards. No, not in this section. Not in Um, this section, at least, yes. uh,
3: But, I mean, the one thing... Even though the the AI are are painfully stupid, one thing I will say is that I do appreciate the fact that Hugo runs at the speed of a five-year-old child...
0: I know. I'm like, Hugo, hurry
3: the fuck up. Come on, the girl's gonna turn around. <laughs> There's a section where you have to, you leave Beatrice and Hugo in one side, you climb over a wall. And That's you're exactly what to, I was talking about, yeah. Trying to distract the guard. You press the button to tell him it's okay to come through, and Beatrice is like, you have to do it properly. You know, your brother's tiny and i'm like nah he's fine and he just waddles like a newborn fucking penguin <laughs> from one side of this grass to the other la, la,
2: la, la, and the first time i
3: did it they saw him and i was like oh shit um
0: and i felt that so i had to read i'm down one brother i guess we keep going
3: i mean did she ever have a brother really like she didn't know him like
0: yeah i guess i guess i guess so that, that's like a,
3: a moral predicament we shouldn't get into uh, but <laughs> yeah. now uh, we we make our way to to the garden gate, yes, um, and that is essentially the way we are going to escape the grounds and hopefully the Inquisition. Mm-hmm. And we are met by uh, a gentleman called Lambert. Lambert, he's the, he the caretaker, and he's like, "Oh, y- you know, you can you can leave through this door."
1: Everyone in is very happy very nice. to help the nobles, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I would have definitely been like, yeah, you can come right through this door. Behead them. Behead them quickly. <laughs> they're, they're over here. They're over here. They're over here, guys, they're over The here. bourgeois. Do, ta- do time the little to rise. Boy. The proletariat will take over. Do the little boy first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: but
3: yeah, so he, he, the the children go first. Right. And then the mom's looking back. And um, we was, oh, he was very briefly introduced to this man called uh, Lord Nicholas. Yes, who has uh, nice. some badass helmet and a big ass sword, and he's he's very he's obviously the, the main guy. He's
0: the one that killed your father.
3: Yes, yes. yeah. Um, yeah. and he is charging towards on his faithful steed, and the mum tells you that you have to visit a doctor. What is his the doctor's name? Laurentis. Lare- oh. Laurentis. Laurentis. She's Which... like, take you go to Laurentis. He was helping me. Um, and he'll be able to save you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, unfortunately, uh, she doesn't. She doesn't make it. Yeah, the door closes, and she's like, "Mama, mama!" And then uh, a big fucking sword comes through the door, covered in
0: blood. And you are like, "Oh well,
3: okay." She's well, dead as she's, well,
0: she's she's dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She also she tells Hugo right before that to kind of go and hide, so Hugo doesn't see what she knows is an inevitable a uh, death. Probably not a sword the door, but uh, inevitable death nonetheless. Um, yeah. well, I mean she could but, have told
3: fucking Amicia Amicia's like two foot away from this bloody sword I wish she was a little closer to
0: oh, right right. <laughs> right exactly but Amicia has now seen both her father and her mother killed so she's broken great. forever and you know 14th century therapy not as great as
1: you would think mm. here put these leeches on your neck and it'll suck <laughs> out the bad memories also <laughs> this is opium this <Yeah> i don't Uh, know what this flower does but it gets you (laughs) (laughs) high But it makes you feel good and
0: your sad sad goes away uh but now you're you're uh tasked with hugo to just run out of this forest there's there's all this chaos happening around you people being murdered inquisition guards like with lanterns trying to find you and you just need to to run to get out of there and this is another section where like you can feel the vibrations in the controller uh, as, as you're running, you'll kind of see like guards on either side of you. The controller will vibrate like little taps with like horse, you know, hooves or, or, or soldier feet on whatever side it is ha- that it's happening on. So if there's like okay. a lot of guards on your right side, it'll vibrate more intensively on the right side than on the left, and then it'll switch vice versa. It's really cool.
3: This section was um, actually surprisingly hectic.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you're kind of running through this forest, and it, it's not. <sighs> It's not super suspenseful, but it's suspenseful yeah. enough that there are people on either side throwing spears at you. And yeah, and I would I would say that like
0: the there's clearly like a path forward that's I would say mm-hmm. relatively obvious, but it, it's it's just not as obvious to be like you could definitely like go a wrong direction or something like that. Like yeah. oh shit, where am I supposed to go? I guess like there's an opening there. I guess I'll just keep running there. You know? I'll tell you what
3: would be what I was expecting personally. I was expecting to be chased by lord nicholas mm-hmm. you know i was expecting after he's killed his mu- like killed our mum we're running and then there's like a little cut scene where he has opened the gate having killed the caretaker and our mum and right. then is running towards us on this horse like that would have felt a bit more suspenseful for me personally mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah it's like the that.
1: like the scene in Lord of the Rings at the beginning when they're running away from the fucking Saruman knights through the forest. Yes, yes, like, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. you on the horse, and you have to like hide in like little hidey holes in the forest. That would been interesting. Yeah. yeah, I apologize for literally that terrible reference with me not knowing any of the names from that other than Frodo. <laughs> but you get the, you get the idea. It just was there. running
3: away from those fins on horses that look like the Dementors from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Um, we know what you're you talking about. You. I believe you come to a cliff. I believe that's yeah. how this part and you jump. And you jump. you jump in the water. And she's just like uh, YOLO. She actually invented the phrase. Um, yeah, she did. As she jump. jumped, I she's out. like, <laughs> you only
0: live once. You only live till you're 30. And then she jumped in the water. <laughs> she's 15. She's halfway
1: there. She's going through exactly. a midlife crisis.
0: <laughs> so she's YOLO. She's like, fuck, I only have another 15 years left in this world. I'm, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Taking yeah. my loud ass brother and going to go, I don't know. loud ass brother. That's the end of chapter one. Only <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We still we still have three chapters left to go. Uh, I mean, we can blitz
1: through this next chapter. To be my fair. computer is gonna die, so I have to plug it in. Okay, go okay, ahead. No. go. Do your plug.
0: Do your plug in. We'll continue yeah. to talk as you're in your absence. So yeah, so chapter two is called "The Strangers," and and uh, this is the village. This is yes, this is the village. Um, after you guys come out of the water, you you um you see you're introduced to this kind of decrepit village, you know, there is similar, not, not as similar to, to the uh, woods, but there's like stalls. The houses are decrepit. The food is all rotted. Uh, As you start walking through, you see big white X's on people's doors and you know that shit has gone down here. You know, the the plague is, is, is rampant here. And like you said, Ben, like we're at least a couple years into this. So, they they recognize, or at least Amicia recognizes that white X's on the doors do not mean good things. Because there's a couple times where uh, Hugo's running up to doors because they're going around knocking on doors trying to trying to get help, and no one's no one's answering them.
3: Yeah, I mean, even the people that do answer don't. I mean yeah. they they say about how and they're like, you know, are oh, we the children of Lord De Rune? And the right, townspeople right. are
0: just like, yeah, we don't care. You know, right? Exactly. Not, we can't help they, you. Their 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 status uh does not give them any weight here in this in this village where everyone has yeah. been has They've seen officially... fr- yeah has seen firsthand the effects of this plague where you yeah, can see yeah. you can see almost the immediate switch because obviously we were just in our quarters in our house and stuff like that and it's very peaceful and it was very you know melancholy and then immediately as you come into this you know almost outside of of this status that emisi and Hugo have been have been seeing, you see the effects that are on the rest of the world, on the majority of the population.
3: Yeah, you you essentially, their privilege has been stripped away. Absolutely, and they are yeah. now, like, kind of left to the real world. Welcome and,
0: to the real world. Yeah, Shit are, sucks.
3: are realizing that this plague that they've heard about is absolutely ransacking this land that them and their yeah. dad are, are supposed to be overseeing.
2: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Um, and then we are introduced to crazy villagers.
0: Yep, yep. You come into kind of this opening, and you see this group of villagers that are burning these two individuals. Oh, yeah, I believe they're witch hunters, right? Yes, they're witch hunters, and the the very is a very large man with a very medieval spiked looking giant axe. So he's stereotypical. He's a big, huge dude. and He has a big, huge weapon. just mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. And he's like, those guys, those guys are the ones that gave us the the disease. Let's kill them.
3: Yeah, and now you essentially you run. Yeah. Um, and you run, you run, you run. And there'll be sections where you run in and you see someone coming down. So it's kind of like the game is forcing you down this linear path. It doesn't right, seem right. linear, but no, not it at is all. a
0: very is very linear path. Similar to the forest. Um right. in the section it, it, before. it has this has this like I think the world building is, is done well enough where it feels like it feels genuine. Like running through the forest didn't feel like I was going down one single path and it was invisible walls. It felt like I, I was just naturally going down the path where I thought was the right way to go. And then same with this. Yeah. It was like, oh, I'm going running down this hallway because it's very tight corridors where we are in this town. And there's guards and it's like, okay, I got to turn around and go back. And okay, this way yeah. doesn't have any guards. So let's go this way. You know, it's very natural progression.
3: Yeah, I mean, even even in the forest, like as much as it didn't seem like a linear path, it was still a case of, you know, this area is more cleared out than this area. So it's probably best to go on you know like natural footpaths in forest you can see where people right.
0: walked they, previously like they did a good job with the world building to naturally guide the player through the world and i think that's that was really well done yeah because i mean especially in this section
3: yeah i i don't know how well a non-linear path would have gone mm-hmm. in this kind of chase sequence like i, I feel like things like this almost need to be guided to a certain extent yeah
0: and this is that's kind of the overall theme of the story i mean this is very narrative heavy and you're there's there's minor exploration that you could do but mostly you're just following this narrative path and you're kind of just going through the motions but it doesn't feel that way it still feels like you're you can explore that you have a level of exploration where you can go and like you know look at other things that you want to check out Mm.
3: but eventually Um, you do you do find shelter um mm -hmm. an old lady opens the door and um she, I believe, she recognizes who you are and says mm-hmm. that you can, um, you can
0: seek shelter in her yeah. house, and she gives but, you clothes. Yeah, but before before this, there's a, a as you're running and escaping, we get introduced to some kind of puzzly ass sections where you have to hit kind of large crates down from their like hanging chains oh, with your sling.
1: That... <clears throat> I
0: thought that was after.
1: That is after.
0: Okay, I didn't. I don't remember if that was
1: before the old woman yeah. or if that was after. The old. after yeah, eight. run away from the uh, the angered townspeople who are trying to murder you. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. So gotcha. You,
3: you change your clothes, and um, the woman's like, "Oh, nice sling you got there." Um, and we are introduced to the crafting system of the game because, right. of course, the game needed a crafting system. Everything's an RPG now. <laughs> I just I don't I don't understand it. Truth be told. Um, You can pick up supplies around the world and you can use those to increase the number of materials you can hold, the number of ammo, how quick
0: you load, how yeah long it takes you to do a maximum shot like. we keep we keep referencing magic of this game but it's very similar to last of us's crafting system mm-hmm. where it's like it yeah. doesn't f- it doesn't feel like overly complicated it's like do you have these four things and this upgrades your pouch or if you have these four things you can get like a better sling or, or whatever you know
3: yeah i mean things you can do things you can upgrade a yellow things you can't or red right right. you know it's very um it's very simple so you change also, your
1: clothes Go oh, sorry. on sorry
0: i was gonna say also this woman far past 30 she is uh she's oh, the one yeah. percent of the one percent living in this town she's just like 100
1: that's why she's helping us she's yeah. got a day left she's like might as well go out on a bang i mean <laughs> living on borrowed time <laughs> you,
0: you know yolo yeah but this this is also when you've got the new clothes this is where hugo he Hugo's, Hugo's little bitchiness really comes out because hugo is upset and wants to see mom and amicia has been trying to kind of you know go away from the subject of your parents just died isn't she's, he's smashing the mallet around. against the table. Yeah, he's upset, and he's like, "I want to see my mom." And he starts uh, smacking the mallet on the floor, and he's
1: like, "It means he's like, your mom's dead. Anna You're never going to see her again." The terrible choices made by Hugo throughout this entire game. Uh, a little she's bit. like
0: Hugo, you need to stop being loud. Like they're gonna find us. And he's like, no, I want to see mommy He's smacking his mallet, she's and she's like, mom's dead. Smashing
1: a wooden mallet against a table, and this old woman is like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just, mommy. I
0: just got that fucking table done. God damn it! <sighs> Out oh, curiosity, Hugo.
3: Um, Yeah, how how much experience? being around children do you guys have like do you have like
0: younger cousins or siblings yes or... my my wife has know. many younger brothers and sisters and
1: i am i've been around younger children for i am i'm time. bitter and uh i i don't have any younger siblings so okay no younger cousins or
3: nope okay see i i from a very big family so i had i had a younger brother growing up there's 14 years difference between me and my brother mm-hmm. um and I had you know, younger cousins and everything. So when Hugo started acting this way, immediately I was like, that's a standard child. Like yeah. children will do that. You tell children they can't do something. They can't go and see someone. All of a sudden it's all they want to do.
2: That's a standard
3: right. child. <laughs> it is. It is, dude. Honestly, he's he's been plucked out of his house um he's upset he's just hes you trying know he's frustrated yeah don't know where his dad is don't know where his mum is he's in this new town with these people chasing him who were trying to kill him who were burning a woman on a stake
0: and it's, he like, just found you know, out very aggressively that his mom's dead and he can never see her yeah. again
3: the, the the one person he's had his entire life is his mum. like him and his yeah. mum are fucking tired so for him not to be he's a mama's boy the, so to not bro, be near his mum yeah exactly to not be near his mom for like five minutes it's like he's getting withdrawal
0: yeah
3: and it Um, also it also
0: seems like very much that obviously that they've sheltered him in almost every sense of the word because of his condition too so he's like literally lived in here and he's literally only seen like mom like no one else has been exposed to him
3: yeah that's what I'm saying like it's just he's Rapunzel he's like never left the
0: tower a less badass whiny version of Rapunzel yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, uh, but uh, Hugo's he had off. it. Yeah, Hugo's like "fuck you," I'm out of here and runs away. And he's like, "I'm, I'm getting <laughs> out of here." <laughs> guys, guys dying. I think that was me. I coughed. Oh, was it you? The oh yeah. my sorry. gosh, you guys are the same.
1: How dare you? I, I'm sorry. That was an English ass cough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. He is because uh, okay. I was like <laughs> bollocks. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> oh, um
3: now That's we are introduced to the puzzle mechanics that you were talking about, Jared. Correct, um, correct. Where you slingshot the crate down, and the crate conveniently has wheels, and you can push mm-hmm. it to where you need to go to. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know why a Hanning crate has wheels. And also, Hugo is fucking strunk for a five year old.
0: I, I know pushing that. There's another scene that happens later on where it's oh, like, oh, the, we're the pushing fucking something
2: flaming uphill. dude. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Fucking like hell. Hugo
1: is 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 yoked, he's Hugo's been he's a been different,
2: you know. Swole,
1: you bad. saw our dad, he was swole patrol, he was huge. Swole patrol, <laughs> Hugo's, Hugo's got that, he's got that, he's thick. He got those jeans, so he doesn't yeah. act like it because uh, he's a little bitch. I mean, he doesn't have jeans because there was no denim, but denim yeah. or, or jeans. I mean, that was bad, but also jeans as a concept did not exist, they were like. <laughs> you have blood in your veins <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know if they knew veins at this point honestly i'm just gonna stop talking <laughs> okay okay
0: yeah but so, so this next section after you catch up with hugo is again running uh, and trying to avoid these uh, enraged villagers that are trying to kill you pushing objects hitting objects down sending hugo to kind of move things all
1: I to apologize
3: uh, the crate was before the old lady oh, oh fuck you guys see
0: i was I right why did
1: you have to say that I no scrolled down, it was like, talk down. to the old lady. I was
0: like, wait, what? No. There, there is some afterward, but we get introduced to that, that mechanic before. Because mm. remember, we're running past and Hugo like, climbs the ladder and the ladder falls, and then we have to lock the sling yes. down, and then Hugo yeah, pushes yeah, it yeah. off the ledge. That was fucking right, guys. But yeah. yeah, no, so oh, ha, uh,
3: Hugo has now run off in a tantrum, and we have to follow him um and he he comes into a guard doesn't he and he's like
1: ah amicia help
2: ah.
0: and you're like god this guy and uh amicia just straight up kills a dude yep this is when you get your first kind of like first taste of blood <laughs> <I was laughs> yeah like mini boss fight or something you you go into this kind of almost a, like it's like a circle arena it kind of seems like and you have to throw down with this guard and Essentially, what you do is you knock some of his armor off with the rocks that you you have, and then mm. afterward you just smack him in the head and you kill someone. And I, not that I really, but there's a dude I she really kills like before this.
3: this.
0: So there's there's, a, there's yeah, the yeah, there's a dude that she kills before. Yeah, the
3: guards harassing Hugo. She kills him, and then she climbs over the wall, and you <laughs> you have to do the um. What well, you have to hit the little rings on his armor right to knock the armor yeah. off, and then you knock his helmet yeah. off. And then you, um, I mean, this dude wants to die, right? Like I'm not imagining this. Like he's, well, I knocked his helmet off and he was shouting at me. He was like, do it. Cause he's lost his son. And everyone in the town, all of the other guards were sort of commenting like, oh, he went crazy after he lost his son to the plague. And like, when, when I knocked his helmet off, he was saying like, do it, reunite me with my son. Do it, do it. Wow. That's um, wild. And so you you throw a rocket at his head
0: and he dies. But there's almost an immediate like visceral reaction from Amicia. She's like, I just killed somebody. <gasps> yeah. Like I, I literally yeah. just murdered someone.
3: I mean, yeah. even Hugo is like, you just killed him and then like runs <laughs> off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're real unhelpful. <laughs> you're a monster. How right. dare you protect right. me?
3: Um, but now we we seek sanctuary in the in the church. In yes. the church, yes. Which means the church
1: the people right? trying to murder us.
3: Uh, no uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah well <sighs> hang on wait this is a is this is this a church because it's a monastery so is it the same as the isn't that what a church is i, I mean this ref this walkthrough calls it a churchyard so yeah i guess so yeah i didn't know if it was like a different
0: like maybe it wasn't it, it says it says it's a monastery the to monastery oh, no. i
3: mean the protestant church didn't come around till like the 1700s or some shit so yeah, Fifteen
1: sixty nine. Why are they trying so, yeah. to kill us? Because I don't understand that. I mean, other than the fact that um, we're so children. it's actually the, the
0: townsfolk are already like they're already on the witch hunt high. Like they've been burning yeah. people left and right, so they're always like, let's fucking kill these guys.
3: Yeah, it's not just that. Also, I think um, <clears throat> the big gentleman who we ended up killing, he recognized the um, the, the, the medallion. The, the le- yeah, the medallion. And he recognized that they were Darun children, and he basically blames them for the plague so yeah they're trying to kill them in order to get some sort of vengeance for them seemingly causing the plague
2: uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Mm. um damn. people are crazy but people be crazy we did i think like another thing this too like last these... episode damn yeah it really is uh these 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 chapters are pretty like i mean we've talked a long time about it but they're pretty like quick and truncated too like <laughs> we go like the chapters happen very quickly
1: we have I talked think it was a about this setting. section and <laughs>
0: for as long as we
1: played <laughs> this section
3: <laughs> it was a lot of scene setting. there was a lot of like this is the mid eight like middle ages this picture
0: you know but now we are in the monastery Chapter three, mm-hmm. retribution. Uh, and essentially, Amicia and Hugo are trying to, they took refuge in this monastery and they're trying to seek out these uh, the kind of local monks to try to help them find out where this doctor is. Uh, what do you call it? Loranthus? Laren- Lorenthus? Uh So you can explore the monastery. There's not a ton here. You can find a rosary and Amicia tries to uh, pray to have her sins forgiven since she just, uh, you know, murdered a man. Um, mm. but I think after you fuck all you, happens until you meet the priest, right? Yeah, I was gonna say I think you, you immediately there's like a ladder you can climb up and stuff like that to get out of the section of the monastery, but
3: ultimately where
1: the rats start exploding out of the ground, correct? <laughs> right? In the monastery, right? When no, it's, it's
3: a bit later on. So you yeah. you're in the church and you realize that you've because after you killed the guy, people start climbing over the wall to try and get you, so you lock yourself right. in a church for safety. Um you realize there's a ladder with a broken window, so you climb up, it takes you to the churchyard and mm-hmm. you see uh the monk the the monk who you were supposed to talk to. Yeah, his and name's Father he, Thomas. Father Thomas, there you go. And Father Thomas says to you, like, you shouldn't be here, leave. And you essentially go down and follow him, and he's like, Oh, you're Darun children. Okay, I can take I'll you, help you out, to Laurentius. Yeah. He has like an underground like path that you could take to kind yeah, of help you out of you the trip, Yeah. Um, and basically he's like, um, you know, you, you walk into this room and he's like, brother, so-and-so should be on the other side. Yeah. But he's like, just stay in the light, whatever you do, stay in the light. But he doesn't tell you why so far. We don't know about the rats. Um, and so you went to this big room and he's shouting out to the brother. He's like, Oh, frère, frere. and frère's not answering Frere's French for brother. Um, Oh, there you go. And uh, he—he's not answering. And then all of a sudden, the priest is like, "Oh no, rats!" And this massive swarm of rats come out of nowhere and just devour um, him. Devour him. And you kind of put two and two together and realize this is probably what happened to Leon and the ball and the ball, even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because he is just gone in seconds.
0: Yeah, there is a just metric fuck ton of rats like a a tsunami of rats have just came in
3: yeah Uh, Uh, this this is sorry i was gonna say this is like a little bit of a very very quick tangent because this is a very long episode but um it's very similar to the to the rat plagues that are happening in australia have you seen these like
0: thousands of rats swarm in Australia. Of course, Australia would have some kind of fucking rat tsunami you not seen it? It's like into, no. once I
3: think they said like once every 10 years or something. Basically, there's a swarm of rats that just goes from one side of Australia to the other. Um, I'll send you some videos in Discord, but like a guy lifts up a metal sheet and there's like a thousand rats underneath this metal sheet. Um, and it's so disturbing. So you're telling me this game was kind of accurate then? In terms of the rat plague and the rat swarm and
1: stuff, Yes, because uh, uh, did the rats eat all the flesh off of individuals?
3: Uh, not of individuals, but they did eat every, like, plant and crop in their path on the way across Australia. Okay.
2: Uh, Good to know. But,
0: um,
2: but carry wild. on, yes. So priest um, is devoured.
1: <laughs> carry on with that information in your brain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so so this is, and so with the, the door sense, you can feel almost every little like tippy-tap of rat feet on the controller as you're no that's not yeah this This episode brought to you by dual (laughs) sense the dual sense uh no like as you're walking through because obviously you have the torch in your hand he said stay in the light the rats do not like the the fire they don't like light at all so there's kind of a circle of safety that's surrounding you um but that entire time you're walking through a million little like individual slight taps are happening in your controller on your hand you can feel all the little rat feet going all over the place little tippy taps yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, yeah, don't drop this uh torch because you can drop torches by pressing circle. I think because if you do, you get eaten by rats. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Because rat, because the, the torch is the only thing stopping you from not getting eaten by rats. Um, and you're trying you're trying to find the the exit to this crypt, essentially.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. It and you be you bit believe bit. I believe on the way out you find the um the body of the dead brother. Yes, I think so um but this is where you're introduced to this idea of of not just staying in the light but um using sticks from the Mm -hmm. wall to like relight torches and i believe later on there's also like bonfires
0: um yeah there's a little like like little bonfires that you can light that gives you kind of a circle of another circle of safety that doesn't go out because your torches eventually Mm -hmm. do right now like the stick will shrink down and disappear
3: yes exactly yeah but a torch doesn't because a torch has the um the fuel on it because it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of wrapped up in that in the oil and stuff um but just the mm-hmm.
0: standard stick will run out very quickly yeah i'm trying to remember kind of what all happens here <laughs> <laughs> um from what i remember it's just you just go through the crypt from what i remember yeah is this the um, part where we're like underground and there's like skeletons in the walls and they're like stuck with like this goop
3: Yes, yes. So, okay, so you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. at one point,
3: as you are in the kind of the heat of it, you are in um, what Amicia describes as the nest. It's and gross. It is it, that that kind of black goop that was um, in the forest, but on a massive level, it's all over the walls. Yeah. It is just everywhere, and there are very obviously people who have been stuck in it and then devoured um historically and- accurate
1: it's a flesh dungeon that's yes to- yeah to it really is it. it is very um it's yeah. very
3: convenient coming off of doom 93 to this because it's very <laughs> reminiscent of like the later levels in doom we have doom
0: 93 we have smithy's face wall look it's
3: all it's all connected <laughs> it's all
1: connected
0: um, um but yeah
3: so this is where you get used to this mechanic of bonfires yeah. and and things like that
0: there's a, there's another mechanic that you could introduce a little later too where you'll go into a room where there's actually there's no sources of light so you have no torch and there's no like uh sticks or anything around but you'll see that there's these large slabs of like meat hanging and you can hit them and the rats will kind of convene to the food and just stay there forever even if like eventually the food will run out but apparently apparently that it's kind some of where we're introduced
1: food. to that mechanic is uh, yeah being able to distract the rats in some way to right, get right. through certain sections. yeah. because I think yeah. you go to the
0: other side of this room and Hugo, you like lift up a, a large beam and Hugo crawls under it, but then it falls and like makes a huge dent in the floor and that you can no longer proceed. And he has a torch on the other side. You kind of walk with him along this this path to keep the rats away.
3: That is correct. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, um, you eventually there's a very small section at the end where um there's like a tunnel with light at the end and you oh, know yeah, it's the exit because the yeah, the priest tells you about the three saints. He's like you need mm. to follow the three saints, there's a gate. Um and so you jump this very small fence and just run like crazy and there are rats coming out the wall and all kinds of the stuff. floor. Yeah, and they're just absolutely everywhere. Um but you make it, you make it through to the other side. And you know, there's a nice little tender moment, kind of where like they kind of, and of and kind catch a breath, just kind of yeah, they there. kind of catch a breath, and they sort of hug, and like you can tell they're beginning to form this friendship, right, right. This long um, friendship, yeah. Well, I, I don't know what you would like a a sibling love. I don't, I don't know.
0: Siblings that don't sibling
1: love. Sounds, Nothing uh, says love quite like escaping swarms of rats together <laughs> exactly if that
0: doesn't bring you closer then i i don't like, really what does? i don't know what does i don't exactly know what
1: exactly. Really.
0: exactly uh but that is the end of chapter three and then we go into chapter four which is called the apprentice um Musa and hugo have barely escaped the monastery with the swarm and waves of rats that have infested these those uh those catacombs um but now we have to try to make our way towards the the farm, Laurentus' farm. I don't know what the fuck his name Lorenzises. is. Laurentus' Such-
1: is. You know, Laurentus' Yeah,
0: so you're tra- you're trying to get to his farm. So that's that's ultimately our destination
1: for the time being. Yes, and he is supposedly has the uh, cure for Hugo. I
3: don't or think he
1: has working on the yeah, cure. Yeah, I was gonna say he Hugo. was working on it with 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 yeah. Um, with, with with Patrice, yeah. a now deceased mother, Patrice,
0: R, R-, R- P Patrice. Um, isn't it like beatrice or something like that yeah Yo, I, I mean so. it's, it's french isn't it so beatrice. Beatrice. beatrice
3: but i mean he's a he's an alchemist so um yes he's also the idea is that he will now be able to to help us mm-hmm. um and i believe there are some puzzly bits on the road towards the farm yeah
0: um well, she immediately when the thing starts, uh, Amicia spots the windmill of the, and she's yes. like, "Oh, that's like the windmill for his farm. That's the that's where we need to go. That's our destination."
3: Yeah, exactly. But you you enter the farm, and there is just a mass of livestock that have been slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean slaughtered by humans, not like eaten by rats. These are like actual animals that have been killed. Yeah, pigs um, and. yeah and this is this is something we did over here in the uk um back when when bird flu was a fin yeah just yesterday (laughs) no but when um when bird flu was a fin and um and foot and mouth disease as well basically a bunch of livestock that were assumed to be contaminated were just killed and then cremated um just to basically stop i guess the idea is that because the rats are spreading it rats are spreading the plague because they talk about the bite in the game they they reference it as the bite you know once you get bitten you become infected and you die so i guess the idea is that if the livestock's been bitten and then ingesting that meat will also cause you to to become ill right so
0: they need to be Um, slaughtered
3: but there's an ungodly amount of animals on this farm like that farm should not be
1: able to hold that many pigs i'm sorry it's just <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's, it's a freaking cafo it's like a modern day feeding lot where you're just like 300 hogs are just all over the place literally like hundreds of fucking pigs just l-
3: like piled up either side as you're walking towards this farm
1: laurentus literally would have been the wealthiest person in <laughs> medieval know, france so, like, with, like, with, with this like, level spreadings. of livestock it's crazy yeah but that always makes more... sense because when we actually meet Laurentis, he's like 87 years old. <laughs> yeah he's a very old dude yeah there's yeah. there's
3: more um sneaking stealthy regards.
1: more grass yeah. more
0: distractions and stuff um yeah you get, you get into some sections that i had talked about earlier in the podcast where now you can send hugo to kind of go and open doors for you and and yes. give you a- paths or give you access to paths that you didn't have before Um, excuse me but a lot of this is just sneaking around
3: yeah don't you there's one bit where you send him through a window to open a door of a house and you have to it's a similar situation you have to um, distract the guard and compensate for Hugo's slow speed Mm -hmm.
1: yeah
3: Uh, thing I forgot to mention there are some sections in the beginning in the forest and it happened on the farm as well where it's like muddy terrain where like amicia can't walk quickly um
0: oh yeah it's like you're like slogging through the mud yeah Yeah.
3: if you aim while you're walking through the animation for aiming counteracts slogging through the mud and you can walk normally really that's amazing that's wild that feels like a
0: a very big insight that i missed (laughs)
3: Yeah, yeah. Um I accidentally stumbled across it. So now when I was running away, there's like a bit where on the way towards the farm I was trying to run away from the cause we should say there are Inquisition guards across Everywhere. the farm. Oh yeah. Who are who are looking for Hugo and they're very vocal about the fact they're very specifically looking for Hugo. Hugo specifically, right. Um and yeah, there was a bit where I got caught and I was trying to trek my way through and there's a bit of mud. And I was mm. like, "Oh, I probably would have been caught cool if I didn't know how to use this little aim sling hack." Um, that's wild. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. If you ever get, if you ever have to trek through some mud or anything, just, just aim start, your slingshot. She
1: swinging. Actually, <laughs> <it's> the uh, <laughs> centrifugal force from the swing is pulling you through the mud. Uh, that's it. That's what it's the physics. that's what the helicopter was. Exactly. <laughs>
2: um,
3: yeah. Do you want to t- wow. talk about the little scene where Hugo scares Amicia? In the in the I believe it's supposed to be a vineyard. Oh, it's an
0: orchid. Or like he like runs out into the
1: Yeah. And he's you, so like, Oh come back, Hugo. And he like runs out into the some, vineyard. some kind of field of, of uh, tall, vine yeah, looking yeah. motherfuckers. Um and then Hugo decides it's funny to be like
2: <laughs> I'm gonna run away.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah like, they're all they're all saying they wanna find me and kill me, but I'm just gonna leg it. Yeah, like what why? What, yeah. what are you Again, typical five year old.
0: Typical five year olds. Honestly, Typical. like
3: no no uh, awareness of the the uh, situation at hand. Yeah, at all. Yeah. None at yeah, all. Yeah. Um Hugo but, was a little bitch. Oh yeah, we should say as well that um in in the first chapter, it, Hugo's mum, uh now deceased mum, was um
0: <laughs> was talking about how Hugo would have these attacks. Yeah, like it's like panic attacks where he like has a headache and like trouble yes. breathing and stuff like that. Yeah,
3: yeah, because it happens a little while after. Like you get past the guards mm-hmm. and they're kind of guard in this pre-farm bit before Laurentus's actual farm where his farmhouse is. Right, right. Um, and Hugo is like, I can't walk anymore. I'm really weak. My head hurts. And Yeah, give yeah, like him a piggyback ride. Yeah, Misia gives him a piggyback ride. Um, oh, I just wanted to mention it because I got a feeling that there was a lot of emphasis placed on uh, Hugo's headaches and mm. these supposed attacks and stuff. Mm. So I'm curious as to. Um, I- I'm sure it's going to come up at some point. So I just wanted to say it for those listening uh, who maybe didn't notice or are not playing along. But mm-hmm, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Hugo has headaches. Hugo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hugo has many inconvenient uh, features built into his character that uh, often affect us negatively in this game. So, yeah. um, when do we get? Because
0: I'm, I'm like imagining like the kind of the progress of this and the, the windmill section. When do we get like the fire stones that we can toss? Is that like yeah? So that's that's just next? after. Like, so, oh, I gotcha.
3: We we basically we make our way um, towards the farm, and this is the section mm. where. Um it's the massive field and we are lighting these bonfires up the hill towards the farm. Right. And this is the bit where um Hugo helps us push the the catapult looking up the fin. So we get to Laurentius' farm and we look around and we find that there's one soul pig left who Hugo becomes very attached to. <laughs> the um oh, poor There's a there is one horse as well. Um, mm. But we make our way into the house and we are introduced to
2: Lucas. Yes. And Lucas
3: is a, a young boy who we find out later is... Yeah, Laurentius' apprentice, the namesake of the chapter. Um, yes. And basically you find out that Laurentus has been infected by the plague. Mm-hmm. And Lucas tells you not to come any closer. And Laurentius, he... He tells Hugo, Amicia, and Lucas that they should go to Chateau du Ombriche, which is a mm. castle, right. To avoid the Inquisition and the rats. Um but before they do that, Lucas needs to finish crafting the Ignifer or the Ignifer. Mm-hmm. Um and essentially you you enter the barn uh because you Hugh, Lucas tells you that there is a um uh, a laboratory underneath the barn. Right. And as you enter the barn, there are swarms of rats that come out of the ground and are now yeah, blocking the rats path. have The rats have entered the barn now. Yes. Uh, they don't they rather oh i was like they'd conveniently don't come under the gate towards you but that's because of the light the light the light yeah yeah um and so what you have to do is you <laughs> you have to take don't, a don't get of, attached
0: to animals in this game guys yeah, because if you do you'll animals. be solely disappointed
3: you have to take a bag of food um and basically is leaking and you can with lucas pull it in towards the barn and the pig will follow and you can trap the pig in the farm In in the barn. In the barn, yeah. Um and the whole time you're doing this, Hugo's like, Oh yes, feeding time, like, aren't you happy, pig? And uh sort of being all nice and happy and stuff. And I mean Hugo has no idea what's gonna happen. Like you lock him inside and Hugo's like, What are you doing? Why are you doing that? And if I remember correctly, What actually, how does it actually go down? Do you go around the side and then shoot out the other side?
1: You put up a ladder on the side of the building and go up, and you're like in the rafters above where the pool of rats below is, and you shoot out the two um, lamps on either side of the door. And then once you do that, all the rats just rush towards the little piggy. And then you climb back down and go out through the other side, which. Yeah. yeah. Hugo is uh,
3: very unhappy. Um, you know, he's like you're making them like he's alive. They're eating him alive, and you're like, well, you know, it was us or a
0: pig. So, <laughs> you know, sorry about that. And then the the rats make an explosion happen. Doesn't one of the houses explode?
3: No, no. So that is um, so that's so basically, what
0: happens is we have the ignifer now. We have the ability you, you, to craft.
3: Yeah, you go down to the um, you go down to the lab. You get. You just run around and grab the products for uh, for Lucas and he makes the Ignifer. (laughs) Lucifer, yeah. (laughs) And um, the Ignifer is like something you can put in your slingshot and you can throw it on um, like bonfires and it will light them up. And it's very, very useful for uh, basically keeping rats away. If you can't get a stick to light something to walk to the bonfire, you can ignite the bonfire. Right, right. And kind of do it that way. Very helpful, actually really super helpful um now i'm trying to remember how this happens uh i know the barn apparently it just it just catches fire
0: yeah i know the house goes up in flames it catches fire and then i believe it's the
3: alchemy products inside the house that make it
0: explode there's a horse outside the house and the cart of the horse catches on fire and it breaks through a path that allows allows us to continue and there's kind of these small little bushes that are also on fire and we have to follow that path yeah Yeah, it It lights
1: the hay bales as it like goes down the path but they burn out quickly so then you have to use the ignifer to relight them as you're attempting to make your way towards where this you know Court, yeah. Like, right. Uh, this, is, this is
0: the section where you hit the... Uh, there's the windmill that has kind of these <laughs> embers on <laughs> yeah, it, and you yes. use the ignifer to light the windmill to keep the rats from uh, getting you.
3: Yes, and um, yeah, Lucas explains that there's a boat on the other side of the windmill that you can use to escape. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, And the chapter ends with us having reached the boat and yep. sort of sailing away, and now we're off to try and find this castle this castle
0: yeah whoo that was was a a last episode it was a a heft okay well real quick we'll go through ben kind of what are your feelings on on the playtale so far
3: i'm i'm relying on this game's uh plot to get me through if i'm truthfully Mm. so far i'm very underwhelmed um gameplay wise it lends a lot from the last of us, mm. um I know that's something we keep saying, but it's is very the last of us ish um and, and so I'm hoping that there's gonna be a lot of emotional storytelling and mm. some good plot to kind of uh flesh this out a little bit because if the mm. plot's good i can I can forgive the the gameplay, yeah, yeah, cool.
0: Kai, how do, how do you feel re- revisiting Plague Tale? Uh,
1: the same things that I had problems with last time were not solved in the slight remaster for but PS5. But it looks pretty. But it does look better. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I think the the opening of this game is interesting, and it's very compelling. Mm-hmm. I mean, having both of your parents die and then being yeah. two young people who have to kind of uh, survive, I guess, the, the Inquisition and also the plague and, you know... Seek shelter yeah. with people who are trying to help you and, you know, try to get through this experience. Um, I think it does a good job just throwing you into it and making mm-hmm. you instantly like, okay, like I have to figure this out. Um, but I will say that, yes, uh, it, it, it gets tedious at times and the dumb NPCs that do, you know, exactly what they're expected to at every moment and just makes it, uh, yeah you know, less realistic than it should be. The rap mechanic, well, uh fun at first quickly you know i think just wears itself thin and there's only more of it to come and you kind of like only in chapter four exactly and at a certain point you kind of just expect it you're like oh yep yeah, those are the light fearing rats you know which is yeah, yeah that's fine um uh, it is a main part of this game um and obviously this is a uh indie game with with very high level of quality so you know there's going to be some maybe not as fleshed out or polished bits of it compared to a triple A title. But overall, uh the voice acting is phenomenal. The music is incredible. Uh, yeah, the music is really I good. I cannot mention that. Um the whoever programmed the music to build in situations of like when you're walking near a guard or and it's it's very like medieval sounding cello and violin and it does a great job kind of building that suspense throughout especially this first part of the game. Um but yeah, overall, it, it it's it's interesting, and uh, but it does kind of wear its its flaws out in the open, which you know has has not necessarily been fixed in this version. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
2: Um,
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I agree with all the points that you were saying, Kai. I think it's nice, you know. I think that this game, not a lot of games, tackle the setting or the plot like this one does. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's interesting to be in this world. The game does a very good job of world building in the very beginning. It is gorgeous to look at and runs very smooth. Uh, the gameplay is fine. You know, it's okay. It's nothing. It's nothing crazy. But I think the story really drives this game home, and I'm excited to experience more of it. Hugo still sucks, and <laughs> <clears throat> the AI, the AI is is not great either. But it's it's fun. I'm enjoying my time again so far, even though we just played this recently. A year ago.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm so. I'm I'm interested to see I mean my, my main issue is with the AI. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't mind the the fact that it borrowed a lot of gameplay from The Last of Us because Yeah. I was I was more interested in the story. Everyone I hear talk about the game talks about the story. So mm-hmm. that's much more what I was interested in.
0: I think also I'm interested in like seeing you play this for the first time and hearing your thoughts and opinions on it too. So that's, what's also exciting is to hear how you, what you think about the story uh, as we get closer and closer to the end of it. Mm -hmm, We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Well guys, thanks for listening to this very long episode and hopefully getting to the end of it. um, In the next episode, we will be going through chapters five through eight. We will be ending right at the end of chapter eight. Is that correct?
3: I believe so. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Five to eight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we'll be ending right at the end of chapter eight, which is I think called "Our Home," and we will hopefully do a better job of truncating this and making it not uh, <laughs> four two-hour episodes of a play yeah. that we have to go through.
3: Now, uh, now the <clears throat> the storyline's been set. We know about the Hundred Year War. We know mm. about the plague and all of that stuff. Like we should be able to fly through it,
0: really. Yeah. Exactly. Shouldn't be a problem. We had to do a lot of setup in the beginning, storytelling, our experiences, and whatnot. So, it'll be good.
1: Uh, it sounds like Jared actually caught the plague, so uh, mm. he'll be he'll be able to talk from uh, personal experience what it's like to. Uh...
0: The black plague has crawled into my lungs, apparently, and I'm dying. So, guys, follow us on social media: Instagram and Twitter at Play Along Pod. <laughs> As always, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It that helps us, you know. half a half half a half half It helps
1: help us, yeah.
0: God fucking damn it it helps more people (laughs) see the podcast and it makes us happy little video game boys so that's all guys you have any parting thoughts before my throat explodes
2: uh
0: no just hopefully you're still here with us next week Jared died from the plague and it's just gonna Um, be Kai and Ben
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) I mean if not do uh do follow us on social media because we probably will be looking for a replacement um (laughs)
2: Yeah. Obviously,
0: once we've mourned, once, send you know, your once CVs. Of course, of course, uh, a, a, a reasonable amount of time after I've passed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, I mean, coughing see experience your... is a must.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you don't cough, then what are you doing? You. Can't, I wouldn't even yeah. know what to do if I didn't have a co-host who just coughed. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> okay,
0: guys. Well, we will see you in the next episode as we start chapter five of a plague tale. Peace out. Bye. Ciao. Bye. ciao. Bye.